Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Changemakers podcast from Services and Support with SAP. I'm your host, Robin Prince, and our topic today is everything from business capability modeling to target enterprise and architecture. And the expert that we have with us today to dive into that is Timo Fassbinder. He is a business process consultant and enterprise architect at SAP. Timo, thanks so much for joining us today. Um, Before we hop into the questions, so you can elaborate for our audience on just what that means, if you don't mind giving us a couple of sentences on kind of your background at SAP and what you do currently, that would be fantastic. Sure. Thanks, Robin, for the introduction. Like you mentioned before, I'm a business consultant in BTS, which is Business Transformation Services Consulting Area in SAP. And my department or my team is called IT Architecture Advisory. Um, so the, the team I'm part of, and we're focusing on enterprise architecture, uh, like you mentioned before. And actually, our main task is to be our customer's trusted advisor when it comes to setting up their to be state-of-the-art enterprise architecture to actually yeah execute their business strategy and um, to stay competitive in the market. And next to that, also focusing on on experience management, uh, Qualtrics, and also an internal. SAP Business Process Intelligence Signavio project, which I will dive a little bit deeper later on because this is also related to to the task I'm working on at BTS. Awesome. Thanks so much, Dima. We're really happy to have you with us. So we have a few questions here. We're going to just dive right in and I'll let you explain to our audience since you are the subject matter expert. So first question, super simple for you, I'm sure, but For us, we don't know what this means. So what are business capabilities? Okay, before diving into the specific, let's say, definition or explanation of business capabilities, I think we should, first of all, look at companies as such. And uh, companies usually have a business strategy and have several or one business model at least, and are also allocated to, to one or several industries. And business capabilities are, for us at SAP, for us, they are, like Lego bricks or or puzzle pieces, which describe organizational functions or capabilities, which then uh, when you integrate them or stick them together, in the end, end up and bring the picture of the the business strategy or the business of a company. And this is really some input to the business architect, which helps us to describe a company. And which is also very important when we talk about business capabilities is that they are bridging the, the business world and the IT world. So their main purpose is describing the business side, but they also help us then to derive the software components and solutions we need to execute that business components. Sure. They're actually then acting as a lever to identify harmonization potential, standardization potential, optimization and innovation potential. And they're just some basic, but also very essential part of enterprise architecture management. And I think that the the main driver and the main goal for just about everything that we do in services and support at SAP is bridging that gap between IT and the business because that's what drives that success ultimately for exactly. our customers at the end of the day. So it's a matter of how we get there. And I think um, we'll dive a little bit deeper too. I don't want to steal your thunder, but so with that said, what are the drivers behind leveraging the business capabilities and how do our customers benefit from using them? For me, I think the main driver is just as easy as it sounds, but it's complexity. I mean, we're speaking, if we're looking at at businesses, like mentioned before, they are following one business strategy, potentially with many business models, potentially from 
or working within many industries and to also then have the IT complexity on the other side that you have to get more, more flexible, more innovative, more, you need um, faster time to value, you need to reduce your cost, go from CapEx to OpEx, so be more flexible on that side. And the answer that IT is trying to, to deliver on that side is then uh, modularization, which means that we or earlier we had our one SAP system with the R3, which had every function you needed to steer your business, to perform your business from an IT perspective. But today this is not flexible and uh, innovative and sufficient mm -hmm. anymore. So we are now breaking up this one, one block. And then in the end, customers are more looking at having one core system, one lean core system with the essential functionality, and then add, we call it satellite systems around this, let's say core to, to get like individual solutions to innovate in, in the cloud, to be more flexible, to, to have a higher speed. And all of this then adding complexity to the whole IT discussions because you have much more vendors and many more systems. And in the end, you have to manage all this complexity and all the, the number of systems. So we need the capabilities right. to add this aggregation and abstraction layer to the discussion because we can't say anymore here you have an SAP system and it will solve everything so we have to really look into the different components and capabilities to decide what is actually needed to perform this let's say Lego block or puzzle piece. Sure so those business capabilities allow for that flexibility that's necessary in a more complex environment. So why does an enterprise architect such as yourself conduct business capability modeling? Great question. I think, like, like I stated before, our main objective and, and goal is to help customers come up with a modern state-of-the-art and also competitive enterprise architecture. And our way to do that is leveraging business capabilities because they are the, the Lego blocks, the puzzle pieces which describe our customer's business. Mm -hmm. And to do that, we're following, a, so let's say, process. In the beginning, we're taking our own SAP business capability model to the customer as a reference. And we're combining it with the customer's knowledge of their business model. Sometimes they have their own business capability model, sometimes not. But we really have to bring those two worlds together from the SAP side and also from the customer side. And by conducting end-to-end -end process workshops or, or module workshops, we're then deriving those relevant business capabilities and then also cluster the capabilities based on different criteria and their relevance for the customer. So because there's capabilities which are more commodity to the customers, and there's business capabilities which are very, let's say, a competitive advantage for the customer, which probably sometimes doesn't make sense to leverage SAP standard software. And this is um, very right. important to get this, this information based on the individual business capability, because this then really helps us to help the customer on the one side standardize and, and reduce cost and leverage the power of SAP and standard software. And on the other side, keep their competitive advantages alive and combine it then with the SAP side. And, I really uh, love what you said about, too, understanding what the customer already has in place and then combining that with what SAP brings to the table, because it's not a one-size-fits-all model. It's you going in and really understanding the customer's business and then approaching it from that direction. And go ahead. I, I think I cut you off in the middle of a thought. No, so. no, that's fine. I think that that's a great remark. And and I also think that this then is the basis for identifying, like I said, harmonization potential, standardization potential, and also innovation potential to really create this target and then modern architecture. And uh, mm -hmm. we need this task with the capabilities to then 
as an input or as an important input to the business architecture. And every business capability in the end, from our SAP perspective, is then linked to a solution capability. So this is then what I what I said earlier with bridging the business and the IT world. So a solution capability um, consists of two parts. It's on the one side the business capability plus the SAP application, uh, which you can use to deliver or execute that business capability. Um, so by scoping the relevant capabilities, we're also able then to derive the correct SAP solutions and then really based on the customer's preference, strategic goals, do they want to go to the cloud or want to stay rather on-premise? What do they have in place already? Then we can really go into the discussion and derive the correct product and, and solutions for that. And this then in the end results in the application solution architecture, solution landscape, and uh, is then the basis for, let's say, integration, discussion, data flow, master data management, what is stored what, and how do the, the systems really interact with each other. So how and where do business capabilities fit into the customer's transformation project? I mean, I think there's two sides on this one. Uh, the perfect, let's say, ideal answer would be that uh, customers already manage the enterprise architecture holistically. So that means they have an enterprise architecture management tool in the best case. They also model and maintain their business capabilities. They have their own business capability model because this helps them to, yeah, to just keep their architecture modern and also based on the business needs of the company. On the mm -hmm. other side, if we are speaking about our job as enterprise architect consultants, we're usually coming into a transformation project in the very beginning when it's about defining the modern state-of-the-art enterprise architecture. So if we're talking about the SAP Activate methodology, which is our mm -hmm. uh, implementation methodology or transformation methodology, we're usually in the beginning of that. So we have six phases and um, enterprise architecture consulting or business consulting usually happens in the discover, prepare, and sometimes also in the explore phase. But then in the explore phase, we also have the handshake to the process deep dives and they really need the input from us that we can tell them, okay, we discussed this target architecture with the customer. This is the solutions we proposed. And now you have to go into the process deep dives to see what is then the fit to standard looking like. So can mm -hmm. you go on SAP standard or is that not possible? Right, right. So which tools are leveraged for that exercise? I think that's an, an interesting one to kind of get into a little bit. I mean, uh, tools have been a, quite an important topic for us in the last, let's say, years or months. And uh, because in the past, we our main tools, to be honest, have been uh, PowerPoint, Excel. This is something that all the <laughs> consultants know, probably. But we need to get better. We need to increase our productivity and can't work that manual anymore. Um, like stated a few minutes ago, I think the enterprise architecture management tools, like for example, Lina X is an SAP partner, and we're collaborating with them very much also from the business process intelligence perspective. And they offer enterprise architecture management tool to really manage your enterprise architecture holistically. So not just during the transformation, but also before and after the transformation. And this is something which is very helpful if customers already have that tool. Another tool, which is SAP internal, is the, the product map generator. This actually comes from an enterprise architecture colleague who took this idea of not using PowerPoints and Excel anymore and created a tool which really helps us to bring the business capability model, which we have at SAP, to the customer, um, wow. have that business discussion, and then derive the correct products in the end to, to have like the competitive architecture. 
That's fantastic. And yeah, that's uh, really cool. I think he did that with just one or two people helping him. So it's a great achievement. And amazing. Um, yeah. What is also getting more important currently is Signavio, what I mm-hmm. mentioned earlier, where we where I'm also involved. And um, I mean, Signavio, for those who don't know, is a business process management solution. And uh, it's a company which was acquired by SAP in, in the beginning of this year. And there's like this strategic initiative at Signavio, which is called the One Process Workspace, where we have the vision to make Signavio the go-to tool for transformation for every persona. So our goal really is to put all the great North Star content we have at SAP, is it mm-hmm. uh, process-related or architecture-related into Signavio, and then really show our customers how great it looks like, because they expect from right. SAP to show them how do you imagine procurement processes, procurement architecture, which solutions would you recommend for that? And this is also something we're working on quite heavily. And we also hope to launch something there very soon. Amazing. It sounds like, and and this is very obvious, but what you do at SAP and business capability modeling is a true end-to-end engagement. I mean, you begin ideally even before the customer starts implementation and, and go far beyond that. So it's a very involved service, which... I think the customers can benefit greatly from because you are in every facet of the project transformation and, you know, helping them to reach their greatest success in the best way possible. So we've arrived at our last question, Timo. And I think this one just gives a little bit of insight into your world at SAP for our customers and for our listeners who Mm -hmm. maybe aren't engaged with us quite yet. So what are the current activities, goals, and initiatives that you're working on as an enterprise architect with SAP? One of the main initiatives I also stated, which is quite important also because of this whole business process intelligence discussion, is the the Signavi One Process Workspace I explained in the previous question. This is also, on the one hand side, a tool which we hope to develop for us, but also a very important initiative for SAP. And uh, we are involved from BTS side uh, in that, which is great because we can benefit from each other very well. And another thing what we're doing is we have this uh, team which is coming up with a more modern and uh, state-of-the-art business capability model. So we are coming up with a new business capability model, which is then organized by processes. And we're also now trying to put in a more value management and more business-related flavor. So saying, if you have the strategic objective XYZ or this KPI, which you want to optimize, or this business model, this is the business capabilities recommend you should take a look at. Mm -hmm. So we have a much Mm -hmm. more, let's say, business-focused discussion than than we sometimes can currently have. And so this is more like a a content side. But uh, for us, it's very strategic because we think like stated in the beginning i think this is maybe closing the loop a little bit that due to the complexity it's not possible anymore that companies or we see that at the market that companies only have one business model or work in one industry it's often it's many industries many business models so it's also important that we develop our content and and take the best reference framework we have to the customer absolutely Well, thank you so much, Timo, for your insights today. I mean, I've certainly learned a little bit from you and I'm sure that all of our listeners have as well. So just to our listeners, um, if you're not on board with SAP or with Timo's team, 
check out sap.com to learn more about SAP Business Transformation Services and, and how they can benefit you and your business, because I assure you there is a great benefit there. So thank you so much, Timo, for being with us. And I will put your uh, LinkedIn link uh, under the episode in the description so everyone can follow along with you, connect with you on LinkedIn as well. So thanks again. And to all of our listeners, thank you so much. And make sure to share, um, subscribe, download the episodes so you can spread the word. Thanks, Timo. Thank you. 